0: First night lay, when I date, is kind of like the standard nowadays. But getting a second date and things like that, that's where it gets different. Where Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not as obvious these days. Okay, I can get the first date. I can get the same lay date even. Mm -hmm. But why can't I get a second date? Are these broken women or low-value women? Well, spoiler alert, no, it's not. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women but want to be better men
1: in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up everybody. Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, please give us a five-star review and write out why you like the show. You know, uh, one thing I think I might start doing is if you actually take the time to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple podcasts and write out why you like the show, I'm going to start reading those reviews. Um, So if you want to get a shout out, that's an easy way of doing it without having to join the Patreon. Um, If you want to hear your name called out in a future episode, I'm going to start doing that. I haven't done that in the past because I have an Android phone. I don't have I don't have an iPhone, so getting on iTunes is uh, kind of a pain in the butt for me. So it's not easy to do that. <laughs> so that's why I haven't done that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look into doing that more, and then um, I could actually write out or read out what you guys are saying about the show and try to encourage you guys to to give us a five star review because that actually helps uh, helps us in the charts and stuff for the audio platform. Um. All right. Oh, speaking of uh, joining the the Patreon to get a shout out, uh, Patreon dot slash Come On Man Pod. That actually supports the show more than anything. Uh, there's five tiers available. The lowest tier is only five bucks, so you know it's like a cup of coffee a month. Just skip a cup of coffee, uh, actually support the show, and um, that helps get us in front of other guys. And there's also tiers available if you want actual support, like if you need dating app support, you know, if you need You want to optimize your dating profile? Like you can join tier three, four, or five, and I can help you with that. Um, Some of the guys, though, that that actually join those upper tiers, they're not necessarily asking for dating advice. Um, They're asking for stuff like investment advice, right? Like how to set up a four hundred one k, how to set up a Roth IRA. Um, They're they're talking to me about like weight loss and stuff like that because you know. If you didn't know this, I used to be a fat piece of crap, and I lost a ton of weight back in 2016, and I've been able to keep it off. So I know a little bit about that. I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not a you know physical trainer or nutritionist, but I there's some things that I know, yeah, <laughs> you know, from personal experience. You know, uh, take advantage of that. I'm an old guy. Look at this gray hair. Okay, I've got experience. So take advantage of that. Patreon.com slash Come Man Pod. There's five tiers available. Check it out. Um, also, I want you guys to get on my email list. Um, so that way I don't get deplatformed. Um, or if I do get deplatformed, I can reach out and say, hey, follow me on my new account. Uh, when you sign up, you get free stickers. Here's one of them, the red-pilled sticker. I think this is the most popular one. But you get all three of the stickers. Free of charge, I just sign up for the email. And then I will reach out uh, via email and say, Hey, give me a good mailing address. I'm not storing the, the mailing addresses. That's just to send the stickers. I'm only keeping the email addresses and that's just so I can keep in contact with my audience in case I ever get deplatformed. And speaking of deplatformed, I'm back on TikTok now. I took a month and a half off and man, there's, I'm still, I don't know if I'm under a crushing shadow ban or if it's the their recent algorithm change, but I've been posting at the time of this recording um, every day for like a week, and my some of my views are stuck at like three. <laughs> you know, they're stuck at like sixty views. Doesn't make any sense for someone that has twenty-three thousand followers. So I don't know. I have seen some videos saying that TikTok's taking a longer time to push new videos out. Um, so that might be it. But uh, I don't know, man. It's it's really frustrating. On Instagram and YouTube, I'm getting much better engagement and uh, with a fraction of the following. So it, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. I don't know if I'm just going to be permanently banned here again pretty soon. But if so, sign up for the email list. It's list.comonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers for your troubles. All right. Uh, joining me this week is uh my friend jack napier he's from the netherlands so he's dutch uh last week i had a another guy on uh Koon gron uh from the netherlands too so it's a it's a dutchy dutchy double header <laughs> got back-to-back dutchies uh so, uh, Jack is good. He's, he's a good dude. He's been on the podcast before. Um, you know, earlier in the year, he's known pretty well known in the manosphere for doing uh, physical fitness. He's a physical trainer. Um, people sign up for his uh, monthly accountability program and they send him videos of their workouts, right? Like their deadlifts and their squats and stuff. And he critiques their form, right? Because the better the form, you know, if you do less weight but better form, you get better results. So he will tweak that and say, Hey, you know, straighten your back up more or whatever. And people are getting really good results with his program. But we don't really talk about that today. We were originally going to talk about MGTOW, uh, men going their own way, but we ended up going off on a complete tangent for the entire episode. Uh, We ended up talking about his travels this year. He went to Portugal and Spain uh, and also came to the United States. We talk a little bit about that. We talk about faceless masculinity accounts and their meaningless platitudes, but how those meaningless platitudes get a lot of engagement on Twitter. Uh, We talk about other social media marketing, you know, Instagram, talk a little bit about, you know, TikTok's nonsense. Uh, We talk about Corey Wayne, right? So if you go back and listen to the first interview I did with, Jack, we found out that Jack is a three percent brother. He's read Corey Wayne's book 10 to 15 times. Uh so Jack and I, we were in a Discord group together. Um, I'm no longer in that group. I just decided it wasn't for me, but uh it, it's ran by a, a guy named Dante. Dante's a good dude. Um, and Dante runs this Discord group basically for fans of Ryan Stone. And in that Discord, you know, Jack or Jack talks about how you know he's having no problem, no problems getting uh, hookups, you know, like meeting women, going on dates and, and hooking up pretty, pretty quickly. Doesn't have a problem spinning plates, but he wants something more. And, you know, he wants something of more substance, you know, a, a, a girl that uh, will stick around a little bit longer. And so in that discord group, I said, Hey man, you're, you probably don't want to hear this, but you should probably revisit uh, Corey Wayne's 3% man book. So he did. And I think he's starting to see some results. So we start talking about that. We also talk about his book narrating because he he narrates audiobooks. Uh he's narrated books for uh Troy Francis, he's narrated audiobooks for Aaron Clary. Um, so we talk about that. We also talk about uh the book of Puck. And you know, at the time of the recording of this interview, Jack had started doing his own. Voice recording of the book of Pook, and uh, he hadn't finished it yet, but he's finished it now. It's now available. So if you go to his YouTube channel and check it out, I think he's giving it away for free for his subscribers. So uh, look into that. But if you're not familiar with the book of Pook, it's it's it predates the Rational Mail. It uh, the this guy Pook was an active member on the SoSuave forums where Rolo came out of. So Rollo was around when this guy was posting and someone compiled all this guy's posts into a book. And it's just a really great book on, you know, sexual dynamics between men and women, um, understanding women better. You know, if you want to, he talks about becoming a Don Juan, right? So great book. I highly recommend it. I read it earlier this year, um, but yeah, Jack Jack's uh, new audiobook version of it is now available. So if you haven't listened to it yet, check out Jack's version for sure. Um, all right, I will enough enough, you know nonsense. <laughs> if you guys didn't know this, I actually recorded this whole thing, and then uh, well, I thought I did. I did this whole thing, and then I went to go stop the recording and realized I hadn't even started the recording. So. I think this is actually a shorter version of what I originally said, but um, you get the gist. I will bring you that conversation with Jack <laughs> right after these words.
0: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself
1: too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I
0: even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: Hey you, I'm going to make this real quick. I know you hate ads. If you like this show, if you love this podcast, if you think more men should tune in, then you should consider joining my Patreon. You will be supporting the show, and I get to help more men level up their lives. There's now five tiers available starting as low as $5 a month. It's like buying me a beer. And each tier gives you better bonuses. Visit patreon.com slash comeonmanpod to sign up. That's patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. One last time, that's patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Help me help more men level up and be better with women. Returning to the podcast is the Manosphere's favorite duchy. It's Jack Napier. What's going on, man? It's been a while.
0: I've been doing well, actually. It has been a while. It really has been a while. You should come on with uh, me and Rob again soon. Yeah, let's do it anytime. You've,
1: you've been doing a lot of traveling since the last time we talked. You went to, was it Portugal or Spain? or
0: was Portugal, it? yes. Portugal.
1: And then most recently you came out, graced the United States with your presence and met up with Rob and, and Vince from Masculine Geek. Mm-hmm. How, how was how was all of that? What, what was all of that about? Like, I mean, were you just like on vacation for the Portugal thing or were you just like...
0: The Portugal thing mostly was a workaway project. So a friend of mine, he has some project there where he wants to build, literally build a, a small community, things like that, a retreat for people. And there were houses being built. There were some recreational buildings being built, things like that. So... He told me like a year ago or something that he would have a place for me. I was Mm -hmm. like, I would be happy to, especially with the online thing now going well. I'm pretty location like uh, independent. So I was like, let's go. But it was very off grid. It Mm -hmm. was very, very off grid. And I was kind of like, okay, I am thankful for the experience, but I am never doing that again. It's like I was not born in the twenty first century only to go back. Take that too Where it's like, no, I like my sanitary. You know. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you so, were you were uh, offline.
1: I mean, literally incommunicado for like how long were you there? Like a month, two months?
0: Yeah, a month, four two weeks. Months. Okay, and um, I had some internet like i was dependent on my uh, internet data so i kept contact with my clients in the monthly <laughs> consultation course we still kept the discord going and that luckily it was only one month so there was one time i had to like go to the local ask him for the internet access and do our consultation there so luckily that was possible But there was a trade-off where I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to focus on YouTube. I'm not going to focus on... Was I already banned off Twitter back then? Yeah, Yeah, I was already banned. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already (laughs) banned off Twitter. So I didn't have to worry about that. I did some audio recordings for the exclusive coffee cast for the YouTube members. And I just gave them a Google Drive link where it's like, okay, guys, here it is, MP3 only. But it was pretty sustainable. Actually, nice.
1: Okay, and how was uh, how was your trip to the U.S.? You got you went out to um, Philadelphia, right?
0: It was wonderful. Yeah, it really was wonderful. Yeah, after the off grid experience, I really needed that, and words cannot describe how generous of people Vince and Rob are. Like mm-hmm. seriously, they had everything taken care of. They were very pleasant, great company to be with. Uh, I couldn't have asked for more. I really couldn't have. I had such a good time.
1: Does uh, does Vince live over in that area?
0: Yeah, he okay. lives in uh, oh God Pennsylvania, I believe. Okay, is, is that correct? That Pennsylvania is like right next to Philly. Uh,
1: well, Philly's
0: in Pennsylvania. Okay. No. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then <it makes> sense. <laughs> yeah yeah my, yeah. my geography my uh geography never was that
1: well yeah that's fine okay yeah very cool yeah i saw saw some pictures you guys posted some stuff online it, it looked like a, a fun trip so um it was great. one thing I, I i wanted to let you know about um you might not give a shit but this is the second episode in a week where i've had someone from the netherlands on really yeah I am cheating on you man. Like
0: <laughs> Who's Last first, who was the other guy?
1: So yeah, yeah, so last week's episode I interviewed a guy who started an outsourced dating business called H- Havalo. Have you heard of it? No. Yeah, th- this guy basically he caters to rich people that don't have time to do online dating and he fucking makes their profiles and he chats for them and shit. It it was fascinating conversation but yeah he's from the netherlands so i was like oh that's so weird that i'm talking to this guy and i'm going to talk to jack here next week so that's pretty interesting no i never heard of him yeah yeah uh i can't remember his name he's
0: (laughs) probably (laughs) something dutch like hans of young oh
1: i do remember it now yeah it was coon coon oh yeah with a k yeah k-o-e-n because i i was like how do you pronounce your name is it is it cohen and he's like no, it's Coon. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>, Coon. <laughs> all right. Oh, so that's how we we didn't want to talk about your your trips and and uh, I'd love
0: to talk about you. How have you been? I mean, you've been all over the place, like TikTok and YouTube and probably Twitter. How is Twitter?
1: <laughs> Twitter's uh a shithole. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out Twitter. So what this is what I've been doing lately, okay. At the time of this recording, Rob will tell you. Uh I decided that I was going to take faceless masculinity accounts, copy their tweets, and just fucking steal them. Just straight, just shameless steal them. And you know what happens? People retweet that shit. (laughs) It, It is like, you know... Uh, we all talk about, oh, it's just these, you know, meaningless platitudes that they're posting on there. But fucking people on Twitter eat that shit up. And- yeah, I
0: mean, why do you think Naval is so popular on Twitter? And not to shit on Naval. I mean, apparently he's hacked the Matrix. But, I mean, most of what he tweets is just common sense. I mean, even laugh, life math money. And I, I really like the guy. This is nothing personal. But yeah. even he, every now and then, has a tweet like, drink water a day to... um to uh, cover cravings sort or of blah blah blah, and people are like, "Oh my god!" It's like, "Holy shit!" Where has this been all my life? It's like, right? Really?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. And so, I mean, I sort of had this idea a couple months ago where I was, I told Ryan about it because I was just sort of joking about grifters, right, and how it's like effortless, like they like they don't they don't put any fucking effort into it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I I decided. To test this test it out and so i i was stealing their tweets and i was making tiktok videos where i had a template where i just sat there and pointed right and it Mm -hmm. says you know uh tweets from faceless masculinity accounts and then i just had like an auto computer read whatever the tweet said and that stuff like it didn't do so well on tiktok but it blew up on youtube hmm and so I was like this this is so stupid like it takes me 5 minutes to copy and paste this and and publish this shit online and it's like I get 2000 views on it you know 10000 views on it it's like what this is stupid
0: I don't know <laughs> I mean you're a braver man than I when it comes to that because for some odd reason like I know it works and yeah. I've did it a couple of times on twitter where it's just platitudes Mm -hmm. but it just takes the fun out of it for me. Like I'd rather be known by a handful of people than by millions for stupid shit.
1: (laughs) Well, see, so I like to, everybody knows
0: Jack Murphy. It's like,
1: yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) they know him as the cuck guy though. But,
0: (laughs) but no, so, so
1: what, so what I've actually done too, is I put out tweets saying I'm doing this just Fair warning if you see platitudes on on Twitter, this is why because I'm stealing it from faceless but so you know I, I put it out there, but people still like it and retweet it and comment and I'm like, this is great. this is just yeah. like so stupid and now and then so now what I'm doing on Instagram, I figured out how to use canva, which is like you know meme creator type thing you know it's mm-hmm. like all these all the faceless masculinity accounts they all have these like fancy fucking branded you know instagram cards Mm -hmm. i learned how to make those on there and now i'm just copying the the faceless masculinity tweets and putting it on that and that'll get that'll get like you know few hundred fucking likes and i'm just like this is stupid this is dumb doing
0: it all wrong here i am with my memes my pretty face it's like oh my god
1: (laughs) well i still i mean i still put out content you know i still actually make content so i feel like i'm putting in At more effort than some of these guys, so most of it's just a gag. But
0: Hmm. I mean, that's the whole thing. (laughs) Like everybody always complains, like work harder. No, 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 work smarter. Really, just work smarter. Mm -hmm. Like not harder, smarter. Like if you see what gets traction, it's like wow.
1: Yeah, and yeah, because because another thing too is like TikTok is. I'm on like this account warning thing. uh, This is the second month in a in a row where I've had to put my account on private. Uh, Just to to put space between bogus violations. Because if you don't have space between them, like you get permanently banned and I don't want to get permanently banned again. So I've also uh, been really focusing on trying to build up Instagram. And I've noticed that Instagram reels and YouTube shorts are getting way more views than my average TikTok videos now. So I'm like, I'm like, why am I even on TikTok anymore?
0: I've been asking that question for a while, Paul.
1: <laughs> well, for a while, it was like you put a video out, you'd get you know thirty thousand views, like like that, like it was nothing, and now it's like a a struggle, you know, so it's like, why am I doing this when reels and YouTube is like treating me well? They're not taking down all my stuff like it, I don't know so that's that's where I'm at that's where i that's what I've been doing. <laughs> hmm. well, not a bad place to be.
0: sounds productive.
1: Trying to, yeah, trying to, trying to, you know, build up the podcast. I want eventually want to do this full time, you know, and and that's one of the reasons why, I started a a Patreon recently and that's Mm -hmm. going pretty good. So yeah, I eventually want to be, you know, just do this full time, retire from my day job. That's
0: that's Hmm. the goal. Yeah, that is the best place to be.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Be Uh, prepared though, be prepared because uh, you're going to have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. in all honesty a lot of people say well the grind set and 80 hours a week no like maybe to build it up but once you're finally there it's kind of like because making a video things like that posting it it doesn't take 40 hours a week maybe yeah maybe for some people it does if you really want to go on the editing but don't let perfect stand in the way of good kind of thing yeah make content like what is the message you want to do now right no i only have like what, 2.5, 2.6 on YouTube? But mm-hmm. I care more about the message than the presentation, which might shoot me in the foot. However, I have a pretty good, loyal following and very switched on guys. But with that comes the whole thing of not needing to put in a lot of time in it. Mm-hmm. The good thing about a day job is that it takes up a lot of time. Where it's like you actually got something to do if you have a good day job. I mean, let's be honest, you're like most office work is really like the movie office space where it's yeah. like the first, the first four hours are productive and then it's well, like daycare.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I'm, I'm a, uh, by trade, an IT director. So I don't do a lot of the hands on crap anymore. I delegate everything. So my day is almost exclusively, um, shaped around meetings. So I look at my calendar, I see all the meetings I got to do for the day. And, you know, I fit in stuff like, you know, exercise in between meetings and stuff like that, and and maybe even making TikToks and stuff. But uh, there's days where I only have like one or two meetings. And so I have the whole rest of the day to to do sort of work on stuff, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I have to be available because people call me all, all day, but, you know, there's not like, I have active projects I'm working on constantly, which is nice. Uh, it's it's nicer than most jobs
0: i would say oh yeah i believe that 100%
1: yeah and then and but the tiktoks that i've been making lately with like you know the red background and stuff like that and and the uh you know the the captions and stuff those take a, a lot of effort to make you know uh whereas my old tiktoks where it was just me just sort of like talk to the camera and stuff like that would take me like 5 minutes to make it was super easy but these new ones which actually get more views take you know each like, i might be able to crank out three in uh like an hour maybe two hour period mm. you know which doesn't sound like a lot but it's a lot of fucking like manual mm. effort doing the captions and f- fixing all that stuff i basically have to edit the videos twice one on my once on my computer once on my phone
0: it's it's a whole process but well that's kind of what i've been wondering uh, for a while now, with a lot of content creators, because, like I said, in all honesty, I don't put a lot of effort into social media because I yeah. resent it. Like <laughs> it's a necessary evil for me. Yeah. And um, but I do see plenty of like quote unquote successful, and definition of successful in this case being, let's say, over ten thousand followers on Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they are posting constantly.
1: Yeah, you know who, how they do that no,
0: though. Uh, bots, maybe, or they have a guy who does it for they them. They have a guy.
1: Yeah, I I okay. talked to Elliot Hulse about it. Um, I had Elliot Hulse on the show, and mm-hmm. you know he's got two million fucking followers on YouTube. He's got, I think, a, probably a million followers on Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him who who does all of his captions or how he does all of his captions. He goes, I don't know. I got a guy. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so he just sends sends like clips to his guy. His guy chops it all up, posts it for him all week long. He doesn't do shit. You know, he just, oh. pay, he just pays this guy.
0: That's um, pretty nice.
1: I'd like to well. get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> and then I could go be like Clary where I just fucking hike all day and just flip off, you know, the camera and
0: say, enjoy your, your shitty day jobs, you losers. And <laughs> mm, kind of like that. No, but so in some cases they have a guy. So let's say you don't have one. And what I've been wondering is like, we always say like a slave to the grind or the nine to five and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm wondering, yeah, but haven't you just switched masters? Where it's like, instead of your employer, now your audience is your master.
1: Uh, I I don't look at it that way. Okay. Like I, I look at it, um, I look at it more like, this is my vision. Like, this is my dream to do this full time. I like the set. I like the satisfaction of, of helping guys that want to be helped. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, uh, when I see guys posting in the comments saying, Oh, you know, I I've lost, This much weight just because I watch your exercise videos or whatever, right? And it's not like I'm not I'm I'm not a trainer like like you, right? That's I've had a couple
0: of guys hit me up, indeed, where it's like, man, I've lost like 20 pounds just of the free advice you give, and that just gives me a great feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or I got guys that are like, oh, dude, I've got like four four dates this week just based off of the stuff that you talk about in your TikToks and stuff. I'm like, fucking awesome, you know? Uh, I joke around with my my girlfriend. I'm like I'm just don't mind me I'm just changing lives over here but
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh you know just typical day typical me just saving lives being humble you know blessing them with my presence and knowledge (laughs) right (laughs) but I mean honestly that's what I I
1: get enjoyment out of it and and now that I'm doing the Patreon um and I got uh, one of the things I offer with that is basically uh, the the mid tier. You get unlimited tech support for me, right? Just because I for me, it's uh if someone shoots me a text, it's it's no trouble at all to to give them my my thoughts on whatever, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's simple for me, but for them, it's like, oh, thank you so much. This is so great. I can't believe like I never thought of that before, you know? And it's like, you know I just I like helping guys out like that, so I don't look at it like I'm a slave to the audience. I look at it like this is fun i i this I'm passionate for doing this, and the stuff I do for my day job i I'm not passionate about that shit like that's just a paycheck, you know
0: no, I know what you mean, but it's kind of like it's not that you're available every moment of the day, right right, and the uh sense of just choosing a new master, what I meant by that was you have to keep growing kind of thing you have Mm. to stay relevant and then that relevancy in and of itself becomes your new well the guy behind the whip sort of say Mm. i have to to appease the algorithm that's something i was always afraid of where it's like yeah you're just getting into a new grind sort of say Mm. and then we get back to the whole work smarter not harder kind of thing where elliot just solved that by getting another guy yeah and at a certain point, I don't know if this is true, by the way, but as long as you post every week or every this, every that on YouTube, you're going to get in the algorithm and your uh, audience is going to at least stay at a certain level. Mm. But I've seen guys like Tim Pool or whatever, they're not even, they can't even take a vacation or whatever because, well, I'm, otherwise I'm going to lose my spot in the algorithm. Mm. kind of thing. And then I wonder like, okay, if that's the case, then what makes it better than a nine to five? Well, I don't have to listen to anybody. Yeah, Well, you kind of do.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what though. I learned my lesson. You know, it's funny. We're talking about social media and stuff like that. That's basically like nothing what we were originally going to talk about, but that's fine. So welcome to a podcast
0: with me. (laughs) It's like, Hey, here's the topic. (laughs) Oh wait, by the way.
1: (laughs) Now this is perfect though. People might actually give a shit about this. So years ago, uh, and not a lot of people know this, but you can still find it on YouTube. I had a channel called TechChop. And uh, it had a website techchop.com and everything and I had sponsors. I was a part of the Tech Podcast Network. Uh, they would have sponsorships periodically uh, so I you know I I was doing pretty good. I wasn't like doing enough making enough to do it full time, but I was making enough you know, I was making like you know five hundred bucks a month from it, right? Which it's it's not enough to live on, but it's it's enough to it's nice. Yeah, it's you know it might cover some expenses. It you know you could buy bullshit with it. That's what back then I was terrible with money, so I would just fucking blow it on
0: shit. And have you uh, heard about our Lord and Master Aaron Clary?
1: Right, right. Now Na- nowadays, I I would I take the money I make from the podcast and I invest it. Uh, that's what I'm doing now. And then when I make it my full-time gig, obviously it's going to you know, be my paycheck and stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I learned from that. Uh, when I first started that, it started off as like a passion. Um, I was doing it like once a month. It was on like tech shit that I was learning. It was real nerdy. And I was having a lot of fun doing it. But then when the sponsors started coming in, they wanted episodes weekly. And mm-hmm. so I found myself you know, doing all this work to, to edit the videos. And back then I wasn't that great at editing and I also did like green screens and shit. And so Mm -hmm. there was a lot of editing involved. And so by the time I would edit it or write it, you know, film it, edit it, produce it. I had to start thinking of what I was going to do for the next week. And that became, uh, I was a slave to that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why when I started this podcast, having had that experience, I was like, I, I can't do that again because I'll get burnt out. I won't fucking like it. So I said, this time I'm not doing green screen shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just do an audio podcast. That's what I started off doing. And then uh, when I started putting stuff on YouTube, I started interviewing people and that became the thing. And that just became a much easier thing to edit because all I have to do is cut off the, the beginning and the end and there you go i have to i have to record uh you know an intro and outro i do that nice. separately um anytime anyone listens to this stuff it's like i'm I'm in a totally different shirt it's usually like you know a month later by the time i get around to editing it and so
0: <laughs> yeah when when is this
1: going to be released oh geez this is probably going to be out in october maybe well uh, happy halloween
0: everybody right <laughs> I don't know. I don't know at this point. Thanksgiving. Wait, wait, November is thirty first of. Sorry, Halloween is the thirty first of October, right? Correct. Or no? Yeah, I mean, we don't. Yeah, and there's gonna be Thanksgiving
1: Halloween in November. Much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Thanksgiving for for America. Yeah. Yeah. Though Halloween is getting more popular in the Netherlands, though. Finally, slutty nurses everywhere. Let's oh, go! dude, yes, yes. <laughs> slutty, slutty
1: outfit season. So great. Um, <laughs> <More>. But. Uh, <laughs> But that's why I don't do live streams. You know, I know like almost everybody in the, the Manosphere does uh stream and they do, they do it live, but I don't, I don't do that. I record all the shit over zoom. I put it in the can and that way I schedule this stuff out, you know, a couple of weeks in advance. So if I do want to take time off, which coming back around to the original point, if I do want to take like a vacation or whatever, I can do it. It's no big deal. Hmm. So yeah, that's why yeah. I do it the way I do
0: it. Nice. Yeah, it's a pretty good concept. Yeah, because
1: like yeah, like I said, uh back back in the tech shop days, it was just like fuck, you know. <laughs> in fact, you know what's funny, yeah, uh, the clips that dropped this week for this week's episode, uh, mm-hmm. which was that the solo episode on how I lost my weight, like the 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 Instagram reels that I posted were like I'm heavy set. All mm-hmm. those clips came from my tech shop because I was a fat fuck back then.
0: I gotta say, man, you did a great job. I had no idea you lost so much weight. It's like, damn, you yeah. you you came a long way.
1: Oh man, yeah. When I talk about uh when I first you know got divorced and just I had no idea what I was doing on the dating circuit, on it was exacerbated by the fact that I was a fat piece of shit.
0: you know i mean you'd be surprised how much that helps not being a fat piece of shit in dating
1: oh well i'm not because i figured that out but (laughs) you know what one thing uh i I was just talking to a friend of mine about this uh he's a dating coach too and uh too i don't even like being considered Uh, dating coach but whatever i I
0: will quit the internet as soon as i'm being called that. but
1: I mean, it's essentially what I'm offering on Patreon. So, you know, whatever. I life coach, mentor, whatever.
0: That fucking guy. Uh random asshole on the internet giving you advice so you didn't have to burn. There, there you go. go. Perfect. That's a mouthful. Yeah,
1: that's a long business card. Um, but yeah, we were talking about this, and uh one of the things is he was getting trained by a mutual friend of ours, right? Like he was he actually bought date coaching from a mutual dating coach, friend of ours, mm-hmm. and went under this guy's wing, learned all this shit, fucking started killing it, started to get like, you know, rotations of women and, and stuff like that, just doing great. But one of the things that, uh, our mutual friend tells guys is, you know, like you don't, you don't have to be, you don't have to be thin. Like you you can be ugly. And as long as you have confidence, like you can get hot women, which is true to an extent But it is like so much fucking harder. So that is something I never tell guys. I never tell them like, yeah, yeah, you can be a fat fuck and get hot women. I will not tell them that.
0: Uh, No, I I 100% agree with you. Like there is, now. I have to kind of choose my words carefully here because is it all looks? No. Does it help? Yes. Then you're going to get to the question, what? is the appearance of these women. Can a fat guy get with, like, a model good looks kind of girl? I've seen it. Mm-hmm. However, I do have questions what happens behind the scenes mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't know, maybe she gets her rocks off somewhere else. You don't know that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, game will always be king. Yeah. Game will always be king. Like, I've seen guys, like, better looking than I. Kissing my own ass here. But they <laughs> they were just, like, absolute f- Fucking morons when it came to game. And I believe yeah. I've told you this story before. But you can be the hottest guy ever. It will get you through the door, but there is still this concept of stepping on your own dick. And believe mm-hmm. me, they did. Yeah. They did. It's like, oh my God. But if you are um a heavier guy, but you do present yourself well and you have game. Mm-hmm you can come, you can go a long way i've heard girls say this even where trying to to not paraphrase too much but i believe her exact words were like yeah i had a date a while back and the guy lost a lot of weight and he had a lot of loose skin but you know he was funny and he was already here so i did sleep with him it's like ah <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, it's some yeah. cost fallacy where it's like, well, he's already here. I am in the mood and he is funny. you know. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. So, right. But it's not like she's actively you know, like the, the, the genuine burning desire that everyone talks about. Right. It, that's not there.
0: He's don't care. Got laid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, don't care. Got laid. Yeah. If she's is she there? Is she willing? Yeah, but you want a girl who's, hey, she wants me right now. Let's go. Now, I, I would agree with that. This sort of <laughs> comes back
1: to what we were originally going to talk about, though, mm-hmm. right? Which is like sometimes it's easy to get laid. You know, it's easy to get laid, you know, once or twice. Yep. It's not so easy to have something consistent. And, you know, we were, we were uh, chatting about that on the Discord community. Yep and you had you wrote a blog post about that and mm-hmm. and when you when you wrote that it it, made, it it immediately made me think of the book the game you know which yep. is like you know these guys were all out there getting laid that was really great but then they all sort of started feeling you know empty inside and uh i mean you you did say though that a lot of those pickup artists had mental
0: issues though Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's even in the game. That is not me just saying that. That has been on record by themselves. Mm -hmm. I will never forget the first time I met Tom Torero, the late Tom Torero, unfortunately, but he even told me like, kid, you wouldn't believe the issues the PUA community has mentally. We're all fucked up. He said, we're all messed up. Yeah. And I mean, mystery is a great example of that, where he got one itis for this Russian girl named Tatiana or whatever. I mean, this is the guy who could like walk away with every girl he'd meet. Mm-hmm. And he still hadn't figured out the whole mental point of origin thing. Like getting a girl is one thing, keeping her is a second one. And this goes for girls as well. I mean, you have a, a, a part of your audience is female. Ladies, this one's for you. Getting a guy is easy. Keeping him is something completely different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, this this holds up for women as well, and in my case, like I was able, like, look, I hate saying it like this, but so a first night lay when I date is kind of like the standard nowadays. But getting a second date and things like that—that's where the um that's where it gets different where Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not as obvious these days. And Mm -hmm. when I wrote that post, it was mostly about that. Like, okay, like I can get the first date. I can get the same, uh, lay date even, Mm -hmm. but why can't I get a second date? Like, Mm -hmm. are these girls, this is such a stupid thing. It's like, are these broken women or low value women? Well, spoiler alert. No, it's not like, Am I am I a bad first date? Well, I wouldn't consider that because I can get like the multiple lay on the first, like on the first date. And if I were to suck, it was kind of like, well, why did I get the second, the third, and the fourth round kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So I kept on wondering what is it. And Rob mentioned to me, Jack, you need to uh like up the age because you're mostly dating nineteen to twenty three year olds. I'm kind of like is that really it? Because in the past I've had plenty of like success with women that age range where I I didn't get a second, third or fourth date and even a long-term relationship. Yeah. And like the epiphany phase thing, it's kind of like, I don't want to deal with that. There's, I
1: I would say chicks, uh, a lot of chicks. Uh, I mean, even though there's chicks that, you know, clearly just want to sleep around and not be tied down. There's plenty of, there's plenty of chicks that want commitment. And a lot of chicks Mm -hmm. will, they'll they'll sleep with a lot of guys, right? But they'll be in, it'll only be in committed relationships. There's, Mm -hmm. there's, those chicks exist.
0: I mean, plenty. Mm -hmm. And I just kept digging because I'm always of the opinion that ask yourself first what you could do better. Mm -hmm. Instead of pointing at the whammon where it's like, oh, but they're high and they only want the top 20%. It's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. uh, Go away. Like, I have an issue. And since I am the one who has an issue, I need to look to myself to fix it. Yeah. Might shoot. I might come back and bite me in the ass every now and then, because there are things I really cannot control, but there are things I can control. So I'd rather focus on that. So, okay. And of all things, because I've been um, dealing with this for a while now because it happened again, a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. like, um, Got closest to my type physically uh, in a while. Great girl, like, really, like, dense uh, set of hair, like, real fucking lovely. Great humor, things like that. Thin, very happy about that. Just as tall as I am. Suck at Black Pillars. <laughs> taller than i taller than i in heels i didn't care i'll climb i'll buy climbing gear if i have to but you're all
1: the same height laying down
0: that's what i told her <laughs> <laughs> yeah at a certain point what was it we were talking about heels i'm like i would not uh i would not mind you wearing those she's like how tall are you I'm like uh 180 so like six foot ish somewhere around five eleven six foot ish mm-hmm. she's like well, six foot on tinder yeah, six foot on Tinder. Uh, <laughs> she's like, well, I do get tall in heels. I'm like, we're all the same height lying down. She just laughed. I was like, God damn it. I'm like, well, that's the thing, right? But um, And here's where I went wrong. And it took Corey Wayne, of all people, like, to figure this out. And I was so pissed off at myself. <laughs> because she texted me after the date. Like, hey, I got home safe and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and you know right away. As soon as I say it, you know right away what I did wrong. i like, "Hey, I'm glad you got home," and blah blah blah, and I had a good time. And then I continued the texting conversation. Mm. Now, Paul, what did I do wrong?
1: Man, you're supposed to it. It, texting's for setting up dates, man. That's really go. A- <laughs> although, v- although, although, although I I will say this. So, in the in the three percent man Facebook community, when I first started uh first started learning this shit first started like asking questions about the book uh people like really take a lot of what the book says literally right so they always say oh if she reaches out to you you set that next definite date you you don't do it on the uh, hey i hope you got home text uh, no on that one you say yeah i had a great time and then you fucking le- leave it be
0: <laughs> and that's i finally figured it out that's where i went wrong so mm. for some reason i was kind of tired of it because i had a couple of girls who did reach out to me and with them i was a bit um lukewarm mm. I like, yeah, I don't know. like accidentally leaving them on and kind of thing because i was busy with something or whatever i was doing and then the ones i was more interested in i kind of chased them via text and at a certain point i was like come on, kid, you've done that before. You can do it again. What am I missing? Mm-hmm. And so I went back to the roots and I went back to Wayne and immediately, like within the first minute, he says, well, you've got these guys who've got nothing going on in their lives and they're mostly on their phone and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's shit. it. Yeah, and it's like, if, if for women too, they I hear women say all the time
1: that they like that. Oh, Oh, I want a guy to text me. I want, no, you don't. You oh. don't.
0: Because um, uh, coming coming back to where we first started at, like I've got the business going. Yeah, I, I have got that on lock. I'm very happy with the clients. I'm very happy with the work, but it does not take 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So now that I finally have what I've always wanted, I don't know what to do with it because it doesn't take up as much time. So mm. what I've been doing unconsciously is using these plates as entertainment to fill up my time.
1: Mm. And it
0: took... Wayne, like back to the roots to figure out what i've been doing wrong it's like you fucking moron you knew this you you knew this and you're still messed up and i was like oh shit it's not them it's not me in bed it's not the interest level it's the texting
1: yeah yeah that's why
0: (laughs) immediately i just stopped texting them all like nope and you're gonna figure out what you're gonna do with your time because you've been like using these girls as entertainment. It's, it's,
1: so this is why this void. is this is why you told me like you're not going to know what to do with your time. Bingo. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz when you you posted that thing on on in the discord, I was, I was like, "Man, you're not going to want to you're not going to want to hear this, but you should probably revisit 3%, man." And you, you were know? right because that's exactly when I got back on the dating circuit, when I was thinner, I was getting dates i was hooking up with chicks i couldn't keep them around and i'm the kind of guy where i you know i like spinning plates but i'm usually i like spinning plates until i find the right plate
0: hmm. you know uh the so right i have nurse ner- finds you
1: yeah right so i have I have nurse chick right now right great i'm um she's a good chick right I, I like having her around um but i couldn't get to that point because i was chasing women away i was being too needy i was over texting and it wasn't until I read books like Corey Wayne's where I, I realized like, dude, you got to be focused on your purpose and, and women subconsciously fucking know that, you know, the, the, the problem is I've got my purpose. It right. just doesn't, doesn't take 40 hours a week. So, right. So yeah. you're going to have to find some side missions, dude. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: so exactly. And in all honesty, I find it hilarious. Like here I am, like having, had these successes and things like that and then like um falling over over such a minor thing where it's like oh come on kid you know this yeah but you know what you know what um i put out a i put out a video about this too
1: is i've seen this i've seen this a a million times in in the three percent man group too where these guys have read the book 10 to 15 times like you're supposed to Mm. they 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 get really good at dating women. They, they find the girl of their dreams and then they stop reading the book. Cause they got it. I got this. And next thing, you know, like maybe a year down the road, maybe even two years down the road, they're, they, they're, they're, ba- they're back to their bad habits and they're back yeah. in the group. And they're like, Oh, I, I picked up the book again. And you're like, why did you put it down?
0: Yeah. You know, and- like Stephen Covey, like a uh, resharpen the saw kind of thing. It's yeah, a, it's not a bad thing to revisit it every now and then we got. i started reading it again like the introduction yeah. and things like that i'm kind of like yeah Corey. yeah i, I know but, a
1: lot of guys that read it on like two times or listen to it on two times speed on yeah. audible because he's he's such a slow talker that the, that speeding it up helps them out i i feel like i'm losing the information if i do that though so i don't i don't like doing that yeah. but but I understand why people do
0: that. Yeah. No, I do it all the time. Like with YouTube videos as well, just two times speed. But like, um, the thing is because I get up very early and I've got the squat rack right here. Mm -hmm. So like guys always say, be on your purpose and lift and blah, blah, blah. Lifting does not take longer than one hour. Mm -hmm. Then I go take my walk, whatever my hike, which is one and a half hours. So that's two and a half hours. Yeah. Then every now and then I get a client, I get the form videos. Maybe two or not even maybe an hour, whatever, because at a certain point, like with watching form videos, you know, like at a certain point, you've done it so often and you've looked at so many forms within like a couple of seconds, you know, like, that's good. That's not like, dun-dun-dun. it's like, yeah, you see the code in the matrix. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's say four and a half hours is like your purpose. Well, eight hours of sleep. That's 12, 12 and a half hours. What are we gonna do with the rest? Yeah. So it's not, and I want guys to like realize this. It's not one-eyedish or whatever. It really is looking for entertainment mm-hmm. at a certain point. Sure, and then you're gonna need different hobbies and things like that. Like right now, I've picked up drawing, and uh, because I've always wanted to learn how to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. What else? Uh, photography. I've been interested in. I want to get more into that um The writing doesn't even take that long as well. Like my blog posts are mostly like, I'm at my, I'm with my morning coffee, and all of a sudden I get a brain fart, and I just stop, ty- start typing. Don't even edit it, whatever. Post yeah. done. And why don't you write a me? book? <sighs> I don't know. That would what, be a what, purpose. Yeah, but what what is there to write about that hasn't already been said? I tried it in Portugal. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. From your perspective, dude, no one's heard it from your perspective.
1: That is true. That is true. So 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 I'm I'm writing a book now. Uh, Uh I've been writing it since the beginning of the year. Uh, It's about four months. I had fucking writer's block. I've Mm -hmm. I I was talking to Ryan about this. I have written it and rewritten it four times before I finally got to a place where I'm like, this is the story I want to tell, right? Mm -hmm. And. He told me that he's like, Yeah, dude, that's how everybody writes books. <laughs> I was hmm. like, Oh, okay. But uh so I'm I'm writing about everything I wish I knew when I was 18. Right? Oh, so, that's
0: right. That concept.
1: Yeah. So that's... it's like not uh it's not just like dating, it's like investments, it's like career choices, it's like education, all that kind of stuff. And so uh now I'm I'm pretty well into it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah there's millions of books on the here uh, about it. In fact, in, at the end of my book, I'm going to write like, you know, uh, more books you can read about this and like list a whole bunch of people's books out. Right. Like, like Clary does, but no one's heard it from my perspective before.
0: That is very true. Like I've, I've made some beginnings here and there. And then I wondered like, what is the thing I actually want to tell? And, Yes, maybe I do want to like throw my perspective in the world, and then it's kind of like, isn't that already in your YouTube videos? Yeah, it kind of is. Blah blah blah. Maybe one day when I've written a lot enough blog posts, I'll just make a bundle out of that
1: mm-hmm. and be
0: like, okay, here's my book, and I'll narrate it and things like that. The narrating though is also a great way to um, spend your time. Mm. Right now, it's a bit um, stagnant with the narrating. Mm because like after Clary's Clary's book, which I'm very happy about, it's like, finally. (laughs) I became Clary's narrator, people. Like a Dutch guy whose first language isn't even English. is now Aaron Clary's narrator.
1: Aaron Clary's The Menu. Jack's the voice of that, if you didn't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm not like, this was pretty funny, actually, because that's why I asked you for an honest review. And the number one thing I kept hearing was, is it a robotic voice? And I'm kind of like, yeah, that's one thing where I'm like, I should have done that better, and I know exactly why it is like that because mm-hmm. I edit it. Uh, normally, when you speak, you have pauses between sentences, sure, especially with reading as well. But I wanted a certain tempo in it, and I cut the pauses, mm. so it sounds very like chop and go.
1: Uh huh.
0: And that's where the robotic aspect comes from. And I even told Cap, "You like, ah, you know what." Not really happy with it. He's like, kid, shut up. Did you do it? I'm like, well, it's <laughs> out there. he's like, good enough. Yeah. Like, that's all I ask from you, that you do it and you did it. And I'm thankful. I'm like, oh, well, not going to argue with that. Have you, uh, well, I just,
1: I just finished the book of Pook. Mm. Book of Pook, 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 whatever.
0: I always say Pook. Okay. The Americans always say Pook or whatever
1: i well I, I i i thought it was book of pook right like it rhymes and mm-hmm. um but then i saw uh an old interview with rollo and he said pook mm-hmm. like
0: anyway doesn't matter it's, it's hypergamy hypergamy right kind of thing like yeah. sandman also always used to say hypergamy yeah and then all of a sudden rollo comes in he's like hypergamy and I was like okay mm-hmm right <laughs> tomato tomato
1: exactly who gives a shit so but uh there's no official audiobook of book of book uh but some guy on youtube narrated it and uh he he, he also sells it on gum road but you can just listen to it for free on youtube mm-hmm. and that guy was a, probably one of the best fucking narrators i've ever heard in my life nice You know, he had, he put like inflection with everything. And he had, like, you know how in, in, in Pook's writing, he, he's basically, uh, everything's like allegory and shit. Like, you know, and he's got, you know, like, you know, he's summoning women and shit. Right.
0: I love that part.
1: Right. So, so when he's doing that sort of thing, when the, when the female's talking, the guy, the narrator takes on a different voice. Yeah. You know, he 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 does that. It's,
0: anyway, it, I really
1: I've, like done I've done a couple
0: of books. I've done a couple of books, like the first half. I yeah. narrated the first half. Okay. And a couple of tracks are out there on my channel and things like that. And a couple of my subscribers are like, when are you going to finish that? And the problem with that thing is that um, there is an official audio recording of it out right now. Mm-hmm. And multiple of them. And I'm kind of like, Ugh. Uh, do I still want to do this right but I really had a lot of fun narrating it because I could embrace my more uh, theatrical side in it mm-hmm. and, it's like, and uh, how does that part go again and thus Pook snapped with his fingers and from fire from when she was born came woman tell us woman what <laughs> be thy attracted to well Puck, and that <laughs> was yeah just dude amazing. that's perfect yeah, I know, right? Yeah, read
1: Clary's books just, like that.
0: <laughs> oh, no, he's going to kill me. I tried that once, and he was like, you, sit down. Listen, this is how I want you to narrate. And then he did a piece like, tell it to them like they're cattle, kid. <laughs> like, he put me down. That's that like, want you to like, Yeah, yeah it's like He's amazing. like, no, 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 no. don't, don't sweet talk this shit. They're they're mm-hmm. pieces of shit. That's why he has uh, asshole consulting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like with Puck, and there's this this part where he um the Latin guy shows up, mm-hmm. Jorge or whatever, or um whatever. Name a name a Spanish name. And there's a Spanish character in there, and I went like full cultural appropriation on that. And uh, <laughs> Bull Rush just had the time of his life with that. He's like, Holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. Well, so I do need to um, pick that up actually, but it's gonna be it's gonna be for um, like the, the YouTube members exclusive. The first half is on there, but I just had a lot of fun with it. In all honesty, feminism on trial did kind of break me. That hmm. chapter took one and a half hours, or no, sorry, the chapter is one and a half hours. Yeah. So in total, that had got to take, I don't know, like three hours of narrating plus yeah. editing if not more like after let me, that i was just broken of like oh
1: i have a i have a question uh as someone that that does narrating uh mm-hmm. i suck at reading things out loud mm-hmm. i flub up my words i am not a smooth talker if anyone that's listening to the podcast knows that uh How do you do, like, do you not have a problem with that? Do you just read and it's fucking perfect? Or do you like fuck it up and you're like, shit. And then you got to like put little notes down. Like I fucked up at this time so that you edit that piece out. Or how does that work?
0: Do I look like a guy with a plan? (laughs) (laughs) I just do. I'm not kidding. Like, seriously, I just do. Okay. And there is a lot of fuck ups, like a lot. Okay. But. You fumble the words uh, in in audacity. You see where you start, you cut that out, you start again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe you don't always start recording immediately. You read it out loud a couple of times so you know where the mistake comes. And you hit record, you do it again.
1: Mm.
0: That's what I do. But it's, it's never a process or notes or whatever. I just go, um, I never edit afterwards. Like very rarely do okay. I need to edit afterwards. It's always edited during the recording. So, so you'll like.
1: I, so if you fuck up, you'll like you'll pause it. Go and. Yep. Oh okay. I and I need to I need to figure out how to do that better because if I'm recording anything in an Audacity and I fuck it up, I'm like, God, I gotta either start all over, <laughs> or I uh, I'm just like. I'm going to have to listen to this whole fucking thing back and go back and edit it, you know? Yeah, that
0: that for me just t- takes up too much time. Yeah. It's like, I know I'm making the mistake now, so we're starting at the beginning of the sentence and we're doing it again.
1: Mm. Got it. Okay. That makes that's more how sense.
0: I, that's how I did Troy's books as well.
1: I still need... I I have... My my uh, audiobook list is absurd, but mm. I need to get Troy Francis's books. Yeah, If you guys don't know this, either, like jack's also the voice of
0: troy francis's books so mm. yeah i i wear many hats like personal trainer narrator podcaster things like that so yeah
1: yeah you're a a, a multifacetist i think is what the word jack is. of all
0: trades king of king of one <laughs> and that uh, apparently that's the original phrase like jack of all trades king of one like be an expert in one thing, yeah, and do all kinds of other so things it's on king the of side. one, not
1: not master of none.
0: hmm Apparently, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, apparently the phrase is uh jack of all trades, master of one.
1: Master so, of one. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I heard that years ago from multiple people, and I was like, Well, it kind of makes sense because um getting back to like the beginning, yeah, where you and I said. Once you have that expertise and things like that, you'll figure, you'll find that it will not take up all your time. Mm -hmm. It just won't. So, like, what are you going to do? Do more of that? Or are you going to expand to different things where you can relax a bit? And I've been asked that, where, why don't you stream your hobbies? And I'm like, I'll tell you what, because they're my hobbies.
1: Mm hmm.
0: And as soon as I start streaming them, they become work. Yeah. And then I have more work. And I also want to be able to relax kind of thing.
1: Yeah. You know what I just thought of should be your mission now? What? You're not going to like it. Oh, God. (laughs) Your mission should be to try to build up your social media
0: oh no no like
1: no, no. like you gotta you gotta learn how to send out those masculinity you know platitudes and
0: build up your following no uh, i'll do i'll just shit on the bigger face i mean that's that- the way right start beef it's like oh, oh! deserves better haters
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how ryan builds up his account he starts internet beefs on twitter
0: yeah. Mm, no, no, I don't <laughs> want that. I, I cherish my peace of mind more than I do my follower count. Mm. And that might be a me thing because I see a lot of guys out there who don't, but with the beef, I'm always kind of like, what does it really add? Like yeah. nothing except for a headache. When I when I still had Twitter, like I love to shit post. I really do. But it was mostly post and ghost. Like if it was an actual tweet that got traction with the Skittles people or whatever, I just mute it. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I look back at it and I'd see the comments grow and their hate retweets. And I'm like, you do realize I've got this muted, right? And all of you are now all in a rut and losing your minds over something I'm not even reading. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. It's like, look at these idiots. Meanwhile, <laughs> I've got my feet up nice coffee talking to friends yeah whatever eating pizza maybe have a plate i don't know doing something building legos who cares yeah but with the whole starting beef thing i don't don't like
1: that idea either i uh yeah when i when i first met clary right Mm -hmm. he told me he's like he's like dude you're so new into the space that you could literally talk to anybody in the space. He's like, you don't have any kind of like high school fucking drama with these other guys. And he mm-hmm. goes, that's a good place to be. And you should try to keep it that way. And I took that to heart. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to fucking shit on Joe blow red pill guy because mm-hmm. I disagree with him necessarily. I'd rather talk to him, get his perspective, no. whether I agree with him or not. It's not important. It's, it would just be good to have that d- Discussion,
0: you know. Well, and and with most disagreements these days, there are ego investments. Yeah. So who, what are you really disagreeing with? The idea being proposed or the person, mm-hmm. the ego? And I find that nine times out of ten, it's mostly the ego you're fighting. Then kind of like, yeah, sorry, I don't want that. Like, I would love a civil discussion because. Yeah. I just like that. Like I have, I have a, uh, Cappy's going to kill me. I have a minor in philosophy and like debating things like that. So I, I've been taught the, uh, the rules of debate and things like that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: One multiple, uh, school debates. So I'd love to do it, but, try find somebody who wants a debate and is actually in it like that. Like Mm -hmm. here's an idea I'm proposing and I would like to find the actual case of the idea instead of saying you're a dork, an idiot, a cult leader, gay, whatever. Yeah. Because nine times out of 10, you're getting that. Now I don't really have an issue with anybody in this space, but there are people who I've seen act Against others, where I'm kind of like, no, I, I'd rather not associate with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have anything against you, but I've seen how you treat your enemies and even your friends. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, no, yeah, it's just no. Like, yeah. not to I'm, name I mean, names,
1: but guys that wear red hats and they they're trying to make women well, great actually, again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> mind Trump. I don't mind Trump. That would be no, no, an interesting conversation. I know who about, you mean. You
1: know but, who I'm talking about? Okay, because I was gonna say I, I don't mind Trump either. This. Mug didn't <laughs> age well, but
0: <laughs> oh but speaking about controversies, and this is gonna be up in November, um and even like circling back to what you and I talked about in the beginning, what is old is new again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we have had um what's the word again? Um mm, provocateurs, provocateurs um since the beginning. Like Milo Yiannopoulos. Where mm. is he now?
1: Nobody he, um the last I heard, he was like interning for some congressperson or something like that.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we just mentioned Trump. He feeds on drama.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, Trump is like a, a a heel in like pro wrestling. You yeah. Know? He says shit. It's same with Andrew Tate, right? Like they, they say shit that, that's like, it's like you said, a provocative and gets people like all up in their feels. It's like, yeah, that's what they wanted.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what they want. It works and absolutely Mm -hmm. works. And uh, okay, this is going to go up in like October. So it might not be relevant anymore. But like with the banning of Andrew Tate, I think it's absolutely stupid. They banned him because Mm -hmm. at least like it even was in Dutch news. And the reasons they're giving is like, oh, but he said men prefer younger women. Excuse me. Hello, <laughs> Dataclism entered the chat. Like yeah. we have pierced, we have entire studies on this. That yes, men prefer younger women, and they're men have always preferred younger women. It's not even a fucking debate. No, and that they're giving that as a reason. Like leave it in the middle if you like Tate or not. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's entertaining as hell, but like the reasons these people give, and the same with Milo, and the same with Trump, it's always this this. It's appeal Did, to emotion kind of thing where it's like yeah, yeah but it makes me feel bad. Yeah, but what about you actually argue with him? Yeah, and um it's like, has a couple it, of debates.
1: Yeah, it's and, like it's it's like they they're like oh, oh well, I mean he's right, but I just don't like how he said it.
0: Yeah, what? sucks to be you. Yeah, even in like in Dutch politics right now, we're getting a lot of that because they have a new uh, speaker of the house, mm. and she is just oh she's not objective at all it's like somebody says a word she doesn't like she mutes the speakers oh i hate that i hate no she she just mutes the speakers and people uh make the argument like she's partisan no no no, she's not partisan she's just doing her job no she's not she's being partisan what do you think of what do you think of
1: uh female politicians i know rollo hates them
0: This this is a bit of a loaded question.
1: What's <laughs> well, so, I mean, like, so just to, uh, okay. okay, just to okay. put this out here, right? Like, I I actually have pictures where I'm with uh, Lauren Boebert, right? Do you know who Who's Lauren? That? She she's uh the congresswoman for my district. She's the hmm. U.S. congresswoman. She walks around with a pistol. That's like her uh, okay. gimmick. Um, yeah. but she she's from uh she's from a small town that's like two hours for me. She started a restaurant there where all the waitresses pack heat that like it's called, it's called uh, shooter's grill and they all wear Mm. pistols and I've met her twice now. Mm -hmm. And I have, so I have pictures with her. I posted online. People lose their fucking minds over it. And and guys in the manosphere, like Ryan's like, Oh, Lauren Bober, she's fucking crazy. And I'm like, Oh, I actually met her, you know, Mm. (laughs) but I, so I like, I, and I, I like her, but at the same time, I don't trust any politicians, you know?
0: Well, that's a good point. Let's start there. I don't trust any politician, be your left, right, center, whatever. Be mm-hmm. as libertarian as you want. If you're a politician, you're out for something. Mm-hmm. So let's get that um, off the bat first. Uh, what do I think about female politicians? That in the end, their in the end their their nature is going to get the best of them. And what do I mean by that? Right now in the Netherlands, we had the whole farmer protest thing going on. And apparently there is um, there is a party right now that has the best interests, or it, at least it advocates for the best interest of farmers. And they're being led, like their um, party leader is a woman. And everybody all of a sudden is a fan of her. I'm like, I'm not trusting it. And guess what? You read the party plan, and here it comes free menstruation products for women. It's like, there we go.
1: Yeah. So, what I
0: mean by that is, I am hesitant to believe they will put, they won't put the good of women before anything else Mm. instead of the good of the individual, that they will always go for the best. Well, they will always go for the good of the collective of women over the good for the individual. That's kind of my thought on female politicians. I could go like very hardcore where it's like, uh, re- repeal the 19th and blah, blah, blah. It's never going to happen. Yeah. But <laughs> I won't even say the, like what you just mentioned, like, uh, rollo hates them kind of thing mm-hmm. i i wouldn't say he hates them in my humble i haven't talked to rollo in ages but yeah. he just knows female psychology
1: yeah i, I think so, that's where it comes from but he always he always tweets and maybe it's a provocative type thing you know like we talked about but he'll he'll mm-hmm. tweet something that some dumb female politician did and he says vote for women get dot 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 he always posts that so yeah
0: and it's a natural cause and reaction because this is female nature. This is what happens when you give it power. Mm. Same as men. What will happen if you give men unlimited power and unlimited access, they will abuse it. Mm-hmm. And especially men who've never had it. Like say whatever you want about Peterson. he I mean, was were right about that. You think strong men are dangerous. Just wait till you give a weak man power. That's when real danger comes in. And, That's kind of with women what you see when they get power. That's where their innate firmware comes up. Where it's like, nope, women over Mm -hmm. sisterhood über allen, über alles. Mm -hmm. Both can be done in grammatical German. But (laughs) yeah, that's kind of my thought about female politicians. Like if they if they would be kept in check don't have much of an issue with it because like in the workspace, we're seeing it right now. Is it possible? Well, if you give them free reign, not really, but mind you, a majority of men has that blue pill mindset where it's like, oh no, we need to rescue the females. Like thirst is the worst. Mm -hmm. And then we're getting a chicken on the egg kind of story. It's like, what came first? Thirst or female nature? And well, women are better together Then they are apart, especially in relationships, especially in households that has been proven time and time again. And now we're seeing what happens in the higher echelons of society and politics. And in all honesty, I'm, I'm not seeing a very good thing happening right now. So that is a very, 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 very long answer to a very simple question. Yeah. Because I think it's, There is truth to saying, don't get women in politics. Mm -hmm. And we've seen why. Yeah. And then, of course, you're going to hear the, oh, what about men in politics? Oh, yeah, goose gander, things like that. Men and women are different. But I wouldn't say it's wrong to have a female perspective. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen where it goes when it goes unchecked. And I would find it lovely to see where it goes when it is checked kind of thing. And Margaret Thatcher is being brought up a lot, but even Margaret Thatcher had these weird um, phrases of like, oh, this is what happens when you leave everything to men and blah, blah, blah. Like she had her condescending remarks as well. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I don't like that. It's like, no. Yeah. That doesn't help anybody. And this is um, the whole argument of, but what about Republican women? I'm sorry, but even with Republican women, it's sisterhood to Baralas. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, hmm. and you have to take into account thirst is the worst. So yeah. there are going to be a lot of male politicians who are going to be like, oh, well, we need to protect female politicians. and Kind of like that. So yeah. it's, w- a, it's,
1: it's a very touchy set. I- I will say this one thing about Lauren Boebert. Um, like I said, I like Lauren. Um, and I've met her a couple of times. The first time I met her though, the one thing that she's ever done that's given me pause mm-hmm. is when I first met her, she wasn't Congresswoman yet. She was uh, running against a guy named Scott Tipton. She was trying to unseat him. He was an incumbent uh, congressman and she was opposing him because he was like, you know, what they call a rhino, right? Republican in name only. He was um, voting for shit just to like fill his own pockets. He was a total crook. And so she was coming in as like the, you know, ultra conservative Tea Party type person to unseat him. So she came to uh, a local event. I met her. I was talking to her and I said, Look, I go, you know, Lauren, my problem with politicians in Congress and in the Senate is that, uh, there's no statute of, of limitations on, on your seats there. You know, like the president can only serve two terms, eight years max. Mm -hmm. Right. But Congress people can be there for 30 fucking years, 40 years. Mm -hmm. Right. So I go, you guys will get elected. You'll go there. And then uh, you guys will just stay there and you guys all become a part of the swamp. You know, you, you you go in there with these great idealistic values and then you go there and then you make this a career and now it's not about the values anymore. Now it's about making money.
0: Insider and, trading.
1: Right. And so I said, I what I would like to see is uh, term limits. That's the word, term limits, not statute limitations. Term limits. I'd like to see term limits, Lauren. And Lauren goes, well, um, you know, it's the voter's job to fire us if we're not doing the right job. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, but that's not happening, Lauren. That's Hmm. not happening. And so the the only way to get you guys out and not become a part of the swamp is to set term limits. And she was just like, not having that. And I was like, okay, okay. So you might, you, you're going to go in there with these values, but you're going to become a part of the swamp. I know it. I hope not. I hope I'm wrong,
0: but you're not, I'm not. not. (laughs) <laughs> it's like then then ask yourself why do you want to be into in politics kind of thing do you really think it's going to take a lifetime to change things and uh, this is what like the tradcons and all the conservatives and things like that need to mm-hmm. get into their heads because every four years it's someone else where it's like oh trump is the savior of man or that, uh, that's blah,
1: blah. that's what i've come to the realization i used to be really into politics
0: yeah i'm couldn't... not
1: I've got, I'm not anymore either. I I realize like focusing on politics is like super negative. And literally every four to eight years, it all changes anyway. That, you know, someone else is in office, you got other problems to deal with. And if your guy's in office, everything's fucking hunky dory. But if your guy's not in office, oh, the world's ending. And, you know, we got to stock up on storable foods and shit. It's like, No, just give it a couple of years.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, look at your personal life and ask yourself, like what I mentioned about the whole like second day thing. What can I change about my situation instead of being dependent on somebody else? Yeah. Like somebody got banned from YouTube, free speech. Did you get banned? No. Okay. And look, it's okay to stand for something and express your opinion and things like that. Sure. But stand for it for you kind of thing. What do you want? And this whole, we need to save everybody and save everyone. That's not going to happen. No. No. And for me, that was always part of the red pill community kind of thing where it's like, get yours. Mm -hmm. And of course, swap notes, share notes, but I'm not going to tell you how to think. And I'm not going to tell you what to do. I can tell you what I did and suggest you might want to apply it because it gave me the results I wanted. But if the results you want don't overlap with the results I wanted, then you want to do something else. And yeah. there's a plethora of posts on the Reddit that might align with your um, preferred outcome. And with politics, well, that's not never going to happen because every politician in there will tell you what you want to hear. mm mm-hmm. And then they get in and then they're not going to do anything. We have the same thing right now in the Netherlands where it's like, well, you know what? We used to have a um, free scholarship for everybody for college and they don't have that anymore. Now it's the loan system and the loans aren't as uh, egregious as they are in the States.
1: Oh, they're outrageous.
0: I mean, if you pick pick the right degree, you're going to be fine. I mean, let's be honest here. If you're going to pick the right... You can pay pay it back. Yeah, you can pay it back. Easily. Easily. Yeah. But right now, of course, the politicians are going to play into the student forgiveness thing. And uh, the female politicians are going to play into the free uh, menstruation products or the time off during your menstrual menstruation and things like that. But hey, we're all equal. (laughs) It's <laughs> kind of like you know what? They they're all trying to win votes. Yeah. And they're not gonna change anything. So I'm just gonna make sure I've got my house in order, which yeah. is preferable over everybody's house, because they're probably gonna fuck it up anyway. Female <laughs> females a politician. Let's say we're gonna get them out tomorrow. They'll be back within a year. Yeah. Thirst is the worst. Or they'll or they'll go become lobbyists or something like that yeah they'll be back within a year so it's not even worth the argument
1: yeah yeah i agree
0: you're a poopy hat for bringing it up
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm such a fucking asshole Uh, jack we're we're well over an hour now so i think we should wrap this up um great talking with you though great catching up like where where
0: can people find you online okay so youtube.com forward slash jack napier knows Click any random video and all my links will be in there. Uh I him I have an Instagram at Jack Napier Nose. And uh that's and about he hates it. it. He fucking hates it. I absolutely hate it. I usually have it for like animal photos and uh food and that and very, very dank memes where it's like, yes. Very edgy <laughs> memes. That's what I, that's what I prefer. But oh well.
1: Follow Jack for the dankiest memes. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. I will let you go. It's after one in the morning for me. So I need to get to bed. So <laughs> sleep time, brother. <laughs> All right, man. T- catch you later. Jack, it was good catching up with you, man. You're welcome back anytime. You know that. Um, Yeah, man, at the time of this recording, we haven't really talked a lot either, but uh, I think that you've been real busy. I haven't been on the Discord server. So I think that's been a part of the problem, but... um yeah good having you on man i uh everybody i said it at the beginning the the intro um if you've listened this far you know that um jack was talking about you know his recording of the book of Pook. uh he finally finished it so at the time of this this episode this episode dropping he's finished that go check it out i've actually listened to some of it and uh jack's narration of it's pretty good he he puts a lot of passion into it i highly recommend it and and the book of book is just you know i think it's a fundamental um it's you know you have to read it if you want to be in this space at all you need to you need to read book of book all right guys that's pretty much all i have for this episode let me give you a give a quick shout out to the patreon again patreon.com slash come on man pod the link is in the description um, there's five tiers available. The lowest tier really helps support the show more than you know. It's like five bucks. You know, that's like a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Uh, that's the lowest tier. It's the least you can do if you really enjoy this content and you want me to keep making more episodes and you want uh to get you want to help me get this podcast in front of more men. That's a that's a great way of doing it. Uh, but like I said, there's five tiers available. If you want dating advice, if you want just like, you know, life advice, if you want, you know, maybe maybe you suck at inner job interviews, right? <laughs> I'm actually really great at job interviews. I can, I can help you on that. Um, join one of the higher tiers, right? I can help you with literally whatever you're, whatever you're interested in. There, if, if there's anything that I, I just, I don't know anything about, like I'll be transparent and be like, dude, I, I don't know much about that. <laughs> I can't help you there. Um, so if there's something that you want help with, uh, maybe, maybe DM me on, on Instagram and say, Hey, do you know anything about this? And then, uh, we we'll, we can go from there. Uh, that's a great way of doing it. Um, uh, otherwise, you know, I, I'm a, i am pr- I know a lot about finance and investing. I know a lot about losing weight. I know a lot about, uh, you know, dating and sexual dynamics. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, uh, you know, maybe you just want someone that holds you accountable every month. Like maybe you know what you need to do and you just need someone to check in with you periodically to see how you're doing all that stuff. Like all that, that uh, the, my current Patreon members use me for all that kind of stuff and I'm happy to do it. So check it out. Patreon.com slash come on man pod. Also get on the email list. Um, I said at the beginning of the show, the email list, list.com man, pod, the list, the link is in the description. You get free stickers. This one says, um, none of you, ladies, none of you can be first, but all of you can be next. You can get one of these stickers for free. These just sign up for the email list and I will send it uh, postage paid. Um, just get on the email list. Uh, the link is in the, the description. All right, guys, that's all I have for this episode. I guess we'll catch you next week on Monday. This has been the Come On Man podcast.
0: New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow
1: Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now,
0: go out and get it.